Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we watch Lifetime movies about batshit crazy moms. Holy cow. (laughs) Ah, yeah. I'm Anne. I'm Bridget. And this week we watched Psycho (laughs) Mother-in-Law. And boy, howdy. (laughs) What I thought was funny, though, is like this movie it's like about Sharon and her daughter Amber really mm-hmm. like she's just psycho mom really yes. is what the title yes. of the movie should have been yeah because it doesn't really matter that Luke is there at all like the person who's the mother-in-law in this movie like is yeah Jill like that's the Who issue is, yeah tortured. and she's not a psycho kind of a bitch but. she's definitely a bitch but she's Jesus. not a psycho so we open with our main character Sharon who is just like a real Karen looking kind of lady right she's yes. got that short growth haircut and mm-hmm. she's just that midwestern mom right from Cleveland good old Cleveland She's trying to get a hold of her daughter, Amber, and she just doesn't understand why Amber is not answering her phone. Amber, it's your mom. I just want to talk to you. I miss you, Amber. Please call me back. Okay, what um, year was this made? Because there's literally an answering machine in it. Yeah, I know. It was weird. I I didn't know because it looked new. Like, it looks like a new movie. Yeah. I was so confused why there was an answering machine and she used the words answering machine. But then there's like an iPhone. Like Jill, yeah, there's it's iPhones. 2019. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that just shows how like Sharon is just like behind the times. Of okay. it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I yep, that's she just exactly doesn't wanna, what they were doing. Want to get get with the times. You're we find right. out that uh Sharon works at a hospice home and um she is fucking nuts. She goes into the room of this very sick old woman, locks the door and kills her, injects mm-hmm. something into her IV and kills her. And the woman like wakes up before it happens in pain. Like, oh, my God, oh I'm my fucking God. dying. And Sharon's like, don't worry, it's better this way. Like what? As she's hell? holding her hand over the woman's mouth. Guess what's not going to calm me down? <laughs> You gagging with your hand. So she's crazy. And then like the other nurse was like, wow, I just can't believe Mrs. Whatever her name was passed away. I just saw her this morning. And she's like, oh, she's in a better place now. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. But also, <laughs> it's like you work in a hospice center. You really can't be that surprised when people pass away, lady. Like, yeah, I sort of got the idea that like she wasn't as close as maybe a, like you can probably I don't tell. Know. She looked pretty fucking bad. Jesus. <laughs> She looked like I she hadn't was- heard her death rattle quite yet. I didn't think she was yeah. ready to go. <laughs> um, so that night at home, Amber uh, talks to Sharon on the phone. Did she talk to her or leave a message? I think she left a message. She left her a message and was like, oh, hey, mom. Uh, sorry, I've been really busy. Oh, by the way, I got engaged. And uh, if you could come up to Boston this weekend for the engagement party and to like help me plan some of the wedding stuff, that yeah. would be fits. Like, thanks so much. I do understand why Sharon is like, what? What? <laughs> huh? Like, has she met Luke? 
it seemed like when she goes to meet them. No, that's, that's the first her. time. So I can understand her being a bit taken aback. Like, whoa. Sure. Hey, hey. hey. She's like, okay, great. I'll come up and stay with Luke's mom. Um, Because apparently she has plenty of room at her house. So she drives up to Luke's mom's house. And it is enormous. It's so big and so ugly, the outside of that house. I mean, the inside, really, too. I didn't like the inside. It's funny because I slept over at Emma's last night. And whenever I have a sleepover at at Emma's, we always end up watching a lot of, like, home renovation Mm -hmm. YouTube stuff. And there was one today that reminded me so much of this house because it was filled with, like, they were, like, art dealers or something. So they were filled with, like, all this pretentious-looking, like... (laughs) art and like masks and stuff like that and I was just like oh my god and this reminded me of that a lot (laughs) um so Sharon is very intimidated like immediately she's like yeah this is like a mansion yeah I I knew they were that his mom was well off but whoa whoa um and we find out that Luke's mom, Jill, is in the art world, and that is mm-hmm. what uh, her daughter Amber is. Sharon's daughter Amber is in. She's in. She's an artist. Yeah, she's an artist. She's a painter, I think. Yeah, and uh, Jill is like an art dealer, or has a museum. I don't know, museum, something to do with art dealing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then we see Luke's mom, Jill, come out, and she is a total. Fox. Oh my yes. God. She's dressed super cool. Like the way you would think a beautiful art dealer would be dressed. These yes. Very beautiful, cool, wealthy, wealthy art dealer. Yeah. Like big, huge, like wide leg gaucho pants and mm-hmm. like this nope. really cool sweater. <laughs> I was going to say no shoes, but what almost came out was no feet. It's art. Okay. Or art project. <laughs> oh God. Um. So Bridget, why don't you tell us about what Sharon gifts Jill? <laughs> okay, I thought this was very rude. She gives Jill a gift to say like, "Thank you for hosting," and Jill opens it, and it's a handmade macrame, like pot holder to hang a a yeah potted plant in, which is a thoughtful, lovely gift. And Jill acts like she <laughs> gave her a bag full of shit. Of dog shit. Yeah. She's like, oh, great. Thanks. It's so fucking rude. What is wrong with you? I don't know. And it's a fine thing. Like, why, <laughs> why are you so mad about it? Well, you gotta be weird. Throw it in a bathroom or something. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, she does. In the bathroom trash. In the fucking garbage can. Rude. Oh boy, yeah. She's kind of a bitch from the get-go. Um, And like her and Amber get along super great. And Sharon is just like, like hissy like a cat. She hates it. She's like super protective of like her relationship with her daughter and doesn't want anyone else to have that kind of relationship with her daughter. Except that she doesn't seem to have seen her daughter recently or they hardly talk but she's still like my daughter is my everything yeah 
so weird it's very weird it's very weird jill goes and shows sharon where she's going to be sleeping in the guest room and there's a photo on the dresser (laughs) of jill and amber and sharon is like petty to put that in oh what um what's this (laughs) like (laughs) she's like oh well when they got engaged like I had a, a photographer come out and I thought since I'm paying for it, you know, why not get in on the action there? Sharon is like, how fucking dare you take a picture? Yeah. She doesn't say it, but her eyes are She's, saying it all. She is like, there's just rage simmering right under a very thin surface with this lady. Like everything makes her and so mad. I want to say here too, uh, before I go any further, I liked this movie a whole oh, yeah. lot. This is probably one of the best Lifetime movies I think I've seen. I was into it. I didn't pause to see how much long was left. Like, I was very into it. I liked it a lot. I was looking forward to where it was was going. Everyone was crushing it. Yeah, it was fucking. I was blown away. I loved it. Um, So they're all sitting out, the four of them having wine and just like laughing and giggling. And Amber and Jill are talking about like their girls trip they went on and oh, what fun memories we have. And they have like a hilarious inside joke about a spooky noise. Spooky noise. (laughs) No one has ever laughed uproariously about a spooky noise. It sounded like an old man under the covers. (laughs) Yeah. And then she's like, okay, do the sound. You're so good at it. And the sound is like, Uh, (laughs) like a groaning that's terrifying ridiculous um and then she one of them brings up like the lobster they had at the restaurant and jill's like (laughs) well this was gonna be a surprise but i'm having some of that lobster flown in for your engagement party this weekend and again sharon is just like how absolutely dare you Fly in lobster. Okay, they specifically say lobster rolls, mm-hmm. which is important because later we see what the cater or what the restaurant sent to them, and it's just live lobster. Full out lobster, just giant cases of lobster. So that's not a lobster roll. Maybe <laughs> they someone were gonna made. make the I don't know. Then why get know. it from that restaurant? Then why get it from that restaurant? Right. Um, oh, and then we find out that Amber and Luke want to have the wedding at Jill's house and not not in a church. Oh, 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 no. You know what, Bridget? A marriage is a commitment (laughs) made before God. It's not a comedy show. It's not a comedy show. Because (laughs) you want to have your funny ordained friend do the wedding. This is serious business. Well, she is mad. She is mad. She kind of goes off a little bit and is like, well, I'm fucking tired. I'm going to go lay down. I hate everybody. Hate everybody. And then Amber and Luke are leaving and we find out that um, she doesn't want to wear her mom's wedding dress either. Mm -hmm. And she's got to tell her at some point she doesn't want to wear her her wedding dress that Sharon made. It means so much to her. She really just, it's so sentimental. And like, of course her daughter would want to wear it, but she doesn't want to wear it. And then Sharon's creepily watching Jill sleep that night, just standing in the doorway, staring at her sleeping. So upsetting. Mm -hmm. 
She goes down to the kitchen while she's asleep, while Jill is asleep, and peeks in the fridge, sees all of the lobster and all of the <laughs> champagne, and it's like, huh, I'll just set that breaker off that's right yep. over there and ruin what is probably thousands of dollars worth of lobster. Yeah. I mean, it would be thousands of dollars with the cost of flying it the in. shipping. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, that's yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars. Now you'll have to replace all that. Like, I mean, Jill doesn't care because she's rich as fuck. Like, she doesn't give a shit. The morning, Sharon's like, oh, that's too bad that your lobster spoils. You're going to cancel the party, I guess. Right. And Jill is like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard anybody say in my life. Why would I cancel a fucking party over some fucking lobster that went bad? It's uh-uh. yeah. So that was Sharon's plan. She'll have to cancel the party if yeah. there's no lobster. Yeah. That's how rich people do. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the the engagement party goes off. It's at the museum. Right. Yeah, or the art gallery or whatever. Yeah, it's very fancy. Now, this is where we meet Evan. Yeah. Is Evan? Yes. From Schitt's Creek? Yeah, Bobo David. (laughs) (laughs) So he's the guy uh, in the episode where they go to the flea market. Yeah, he works with Wendy and he looks just like he's trying to be David Rose. It's so funny. He was so fucking funny in this movie I his performance I couldn't get enough I'm like where's his movie where's where's Evan's movie (laughs) so he is Jill's partner at the art gallery and he goes over to the table where the food is and accidentally uh, mistakes Sharon for just like one of the caterers and he's like um does this have gluten in it and she's like I don't know and he's like uh, she's like I'm I don't know I'm Amber's mom and he's like ooh whoops <laughs> and then Evan lets it accidentally slip that Jill and Amber went wedding dress shopping together yep and amber like if daggers could fly out of somebody's eyes she would have had like game of thrones chair like that amount, yeah <laughs> just flying out of her face at everyone at that party she was so mad she was so mad she storms right over to Amber in the oh, middle yeah. of her engagement party to have yeah. it out about this. Yeah. She's like, I, how can you, I, you went wedding dress shopping. That was supposed to be between me and you. Don't you want to wear my dress? And Amber's like, oh, it's not really my style. And then Jill goes, it's not really anyone's. <laughs> Which rude. was quite rude. That's a, yeah. that's a mean thing to say. That's a rude thing to say. Plus, how do you even know what it fucking looks like? Like. Well, maybe Amber showed her pictures, but so it's just this big whole issue. This this big whole issue. Sharon tells Amber that a big uh, whole issue. Jill is trying Sorry. to like manipulate her to get what she wants because she just wants to have the wedding at the mm-hmm. house to show off and blah 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 blah. Um, but Amber's like, "All right, cool it, Mom. Just calm down, simmer, simmer yourself down." Then she gives a lovely toast. To her mom. She gives such a nice toast to her mom. Yes, she really does. It's really, really sweet. Um, And then Jill goes and gives a toast about 
how much she fucking loves Amber and how perfect Amber is and how she's always wanted a daughter and it's always just been her and Luke and boy. Yeah, she what they make like vague reference to why there's no dad for Luke. She's like, some of you know my story. What's the what's the story? I don't know. In my head, I just was like, oh, she wanted to have a baby. And so she just went to a sperm bank and like had a baby. Oh, what if Evan donated the sperm? Oh, this is that's a movie. That's a movie. <laughs> that's a movie. God damn it. He was so he's so good. Funny. <laughs> God, he was so good. So um that night, Sharon is creeping around in Jill's room, and that's when she sees the macrame plant holder and the garbage can. She sees like wedding bands like, <coughs> oh, yeah. And you you don't know what she's going to do, but, you know, she's going to do something mm-hmm. real sneaky with with that jewelry later or that next day. Sharon's made a roast and a pie to kind of be like, I'm sorry, I was such a cunt the other night <laughs> when Jill and Amber walk in from like whatever they were doing. There's just like that dialogue that we're not really supposed to hear, but closed captioning mm-hmm. <laughs> works for it anyway. And what Jill says is, oh, don't worry about that. It's a decision. You make that for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Bridget, it's a decision. You, you make that for yourself. <laughs> what the fuck? That's ridiculous. Oh, really got me. This is where we find out uh, that those wedding bands were Luke's grandparents and they're going to use those wedding bands because they're sentimental. Mm -hmm. And Sharon is like, oh, so you can have those sentimental things in your wedding, but not my wedding dress. Nice. Nice. I'm glad you can have something that means something to somebody in your wedding. And she is not happy. Uh, Jill apologizes for overstepping by like going dress shopping, mm-hmm. um, but she like refuses to eat the dinner that Sharon has Rude. made. She's like, I'm not very hungry. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> just drinks a bunch of wine. I do wonder if in this movie, I mean, it is a lifetime movie. So, of course, Jill has pill problems, right? Like there's a little bit of a is there a mm-hmm. bit of a pill dependency later on? Yes. A little bit like, yeah. Um, so Sharon and Amber go dress shopping together for like some quality mom and daughter time, right? She comes out in this dress. She loves it. And Sharon's just like, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but what about my dress? <laughs> awful. And then, um, here comes Jill. Just unbelievable. Throwing, the throwing That's, that is a lot of That's nerve. brazen. You yeah. got some balls, Jill. Yeah. You, you knew they were going to be there doing this as a, a mom and daughter thing. Yeah. And very Jill shitty. is like, wow, this dress is fucking beautiful. And you look fantastic in it. And Amber mm-hmm. says, yeah, well, it's crazy expensive. Like, I, there's no fucking way. Yeah. And of course, Jill. No, I'll buy it for you. Let me let me. Yeah. My gift. I couldn't. I couldn't not buy what's the point of having all of this fucking money if I can't <laughs> spend it on you? I mean, right. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 
And um, so Amber, of course, says yes. Sharon's head. <laughs> she thinks about, about it for two seconds. <laughs> Sharon's head is about to pop <laughs> off of her head. Like, explode. Yes. <laughs> She's so mad. So it's time for Sharon to say goodbye, right? She's packing up the car. Everyone's like, hey, bye, Sharon. Bye. It was great to meet you. See you later. She pulls out of the driveway, drives down the street, and then does not <laughs> leave <barks>. the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, everybody, everybody leaves Jill's house. Mm-hmm. Empty. So Sharon obviously is like, well, I'm going back. Yeah. I'm going to fuck shit up. <laughs> so she gets in the house because she has the alarm code from when she stayed there. Right. She gets in. She fucks with the alarm uh, system. She like cuts the wires. Why did she do that? To look like it had been a somebody had fucked with the wires to break in, but she had to get but in. She put the with code the, in. I know that. Well, that's what they said. At, you know, at the end, they were like, "Hey, okay. we uh, figured this thing out." Um, she she goes in Jill's room <laughs> and throws around Jill's clothes like. It's an <laughs> infomercial where just someone is going bananas. <laughs> it's like a three-year-old just like windmilling clothes everywhere. It's like the worst thing she could think to do as a boring Midwestern woman was make a mess. <laughs> toss, toss this rich lady's clothes everywhere. Yeah. Wrinkle so her Prada. <laughs> so she takes the wedding bands. She has a crowbar. She has gloves. She's doing all this shit. So Jill, uh, all this time, she goes to work and Evan's like, oh, did you bring those papers? And she's like, oh, shit, I forgot them. I have to go back home and get them. Dun, dun, dun. So Jill gets back. She sees Sharon's car in the driveway. So she knows Sharon is there. She goes inside and she's like, "Uh, Sharon. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Sharon. <laughs> she finds her room all fucked up and is like, what the absolute fuck? Who made this mess? What in the world? So she comes back out of her room. Sharon is hiding in the closet. And then she runs out and pushes Jill over the banister mm-hmm. onto the floor below, like the second floor. Yeah. And I thought Jill was going to be dead, but no, no. Nope. No. Jill's not dead. She's definitely fucking knocked out, though. She goes, Sharon hides like all of her shit, like the jewelry yeah. and the gloves the crowbar. and the crowbar in this cabinet somewhere. And then we see Jill waking up. Jill opens her eyes and sees Sharon on the floor tied up. Well, mm-hmm. Sharon miraculously is able to be like, oh, I'm untying myself. Oh, no, Jill, what happened? There was somebody <laughs> in the house and they threw you down the stairs. I can't believe it. <laughs> So they're at the hospital. Jill's leg is broken and she has a concussion and they're giving a report to the police officer. And Sharon's like, yeah, this is what happened. It was this guy. And I don't blah, blah, blah. Like I came back because I forgot my phone and Jill came home. He must have followed. And I me tried to warn her, I tried to yell, but I couldn't. And da, da, da. And all this time, Jill looks like she doesn't believe a fucking word <laughs> coming like, out of okay. Sharon's mouth. She's like, oh, Julie. Okay. Um, and then Sharon says, well, they want to admit you at the hospital here. And Jill's like, absolutely fucking not. I'm not 
I'm not staying in a hospital. I'm rich. I live in a mansion. (laughs) (laughs) And so Sharon says, well, hey, have you seen the movie Misery? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) But she's like, okay, well, how about since I'm a nurse, I I'll take care of you. I'll come and stay with you until your the kids come back from wherever the fuck they are their conference or whatever. Yeah. So do they live with her all the time? I don't know. It's never established that they live somewhere else. Oh, yeah, else. you're right. I don't know. Good question. Good question. Thank you. So she's like, well, I'll just come and stay with you. And Jill is like, okay. Like, kind of doesn't take no for an answer. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't. And yeah, she's very, very determined. So Jill... They're at home. Jill's like, damn, I really need some pain medicine because I broke my leg and I had a concussion and I was thrown over a fucking like railing of stairs and landed on hard floor. Uh, I need my pain meds. And Sharon's like, "Mm, not for 20 minutes. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) My clock. My rules. No. Fuck you. Yes. And but (laughs) she is an actual. Yeah. She is an actual nurse. So you would be like, well, you can't take your meds all at once. And you also can't have booze with them because I don't want you to die. I know that. So this whole thing is like her torturing her when she's like just keeping her on a medicine schedule. Yeah. And then Jill's like, well, fine. If you're not going to give me my fucking pill, then give me some wine. And Sharon's like, "Mm, no, you're not supposed to mix it. So (laughs) no. I'll go get you some water, though, and I'll also <laughs> go pour myself a glass of cranberry juice in a wine glass, but make you think it's wine and drink it in front of you. And Jill's even like, I thought you didn't drink. And Sharon's like, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> I did think that was so funny. It has been a long day. Um, and then she says to Jill about Amber, she's like, I'll share her with you. I just won't lose her to you. Yeah. Like, bitch, I'm not trying to win her. Fucking hell. So she gets Jill all set up in the uh, on the little sofa bed in the den and then takes her wheelchair away from her <laughs> so that and Jill's like, what are you doing? Please leave that here. And Sharon's like, oh, I don't want to bump into it in the night when you call out. So I'm going to just move it way far away from you and yeah. um, fuck you over. Also, I'm going to sleep in your bed and love it so much. Weird move because she had already slept in a guest room. In the guest room. So weird of her. Yeah. That night, Jill is crying out in pain and Sharon is just like laying in bed, just listening (laughs) like her sweet little lullaby, like (laughs) the sounds of Jill's crying pain. She goes and throws all of the jewelry like in the middle of the night. Sharon gets up and throws all like the bag of jewelry into the pond, like in the middle of this super rich neighborhood. Like, right. That was in that bag. I don't know. I thought it was the crowbar. I mean, it was. But then she threw the bag in there like there was a bag, too. And I thought that was jewelry because when they oh, were talking to the police. The robbery. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. And she took the rings because Jill was like, the only thing I care about getting back are those rings. I don't care yeah. about any of the other stuff. Um, so 
Evan calls uh, Jill and says, you know what? I'll just come over to mm-hmm. your house because I need you to sign some work stuff. and I want to make sure you're OK. And they're in the middle of a phone conversation. And Sharon just comes over and grabs the phone out of Jill's hand. And it's like, uh, you're not coming over. Is this a matter of life or death? And he goes, obviously not, Sharon. <laughs> He gives her so much attitude. It is hilarious. Oh my God. He hates her. He hates her. Hates her so much. And fair enough. Yeah. So Sharon has to go run some errands. So she leaves Jill on the couch um, with the fucking infomercial channel playing loudly. So loud. And then puts the remote and her phone in an inaccessible place. She can't get. She has a broken leg. She can't move. Like she and Jill them- is somehow so absorbed in a magazine that she doesn't realize it until Sharon Sharon's has already out walked the out the door. Yeah. So dumb. Um, so she hates everything. Sharon comes back four hours later. Wait, because she spent most of her time reading in her car in the driveway. Yeah. I thought that was the funniest yeah. thing in the world. And then she came back and Jill is so mad because she pissed herself. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon's like, is everything okay? <laughs> no, everything is not okay. It's the opposite of okay. Uh, so she peed herself, and of course she's embarrassed. And Sharon is mm-hmm. like, I deal with this all the time. I'm a nurse for incontinent old people. Like, <laughs> don't be. And then she makes her sit right there in her wheelchair and watch her clean it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rude. And now she's putting baby monitors everywhere to be able to listen uh, to Jill and everything she's doing. She's mixing in a bunch of oxy with Jill's um, orange juice to overdose her and like make her a little loopy. Right. This lady mixed it with her finger. Yeah. I was so mad about that. Um, Ew, I didn't like that sound at all. <laughs> <laughs> whose laugh was that you just borrowed somebody's laugh <laughs> i was like reading something in my head it's like in five different places so she's jill drinks her orange juice and is kind of like dizzy and mm-hmm. spinny and goes to sit down and then evan comes over <laughs> unexpectedly right um and <laughs> She like offers to get Jill something to drink and then doesn't offer to get Evan something. He's like, mm, yeah, I'll actually I'd love a coffee. <laughs> uh, one cream, two sugars, please. So she goes to get him a coffee that has antifreeze in it as well. <laughs> as sweetener. And then like while this is happening, Jill is like telling Evan, oh, she's got baby monitors everywhere so she can listen to me. Guess what she's doing as she's you're, she's listening to you yeah. on the baby monitors that you're talking to Evan about. It's like, come on, why wouldn't you write it down? Text oh, him. Boy. Um, so Evan leaves. He gets everything he needs. He's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go do some stuff at the office and I will come back to you later and check on yeah. you. I will come back and check on you. And he was like staring right at Sharon as he said it. <laughs> Sharon kind of starts giving Jill like a little neck rub because Jill is obviously very uncomfortable. And we find out 
that Sharon's husband had cancer mm-hmm. and he died six weeks after Amber was born um, because she killed him. Yeah. She provided him mercy yeah. by killing him. Oh, dear. So it's getting very weird. Her hand is like tightly against Jill's neck. Jill's like kind of coughing and like, ooh, yikes. Somebody's like this lady. I'm yeah. pretty sure just told me she killed her husband, but I'm also like super high on oxy. So I'm I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Right at that moment, the detective arrives with mug shots for Sharon to look at. Um, so she picks somebody out. Then they find out that the alarm code was manually disarmed so that they they know that whoever broke in knew the code. Who knew the mm-hmm. code? Well, me, Luke, Amber. Oh, and Sharon. Oh, <laughs> and then she's like, well, you've told me that the you know, clients come over and da, 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 like yeah. obviously trying to throw suspicion on anybody but herself. So Jill is like starting to kind of piece together that there are holes in Sharon's story. Yes. And as she's questioning Sharon about it, when Sharon's washing her hair, she's getting a little like rough Rough. with Jill as in like a better shut the fuck up. So Jill gets pissed at this point and is like, I can wash my own fucking hair. Get away from me. I think you should be out in the morning. Um, And Sharon is pissed. She's like, oh, well, this is how you show your fucking appreciation. Yeah. Mm -mm." (laughs) And then find out that evan's not doing well evan has been throwing up he's got he thinks he has food poisoning you guys whoever did his makeup for that scene give them an oscar i thought that he looked actually sick yeah he looked like sweaty clammy clammy yeah so evan (laughs) is sick um sharon takes jill's phone and then Jill sees that Sharon has her phone, mm-hmm. right? She's like, how'd you get that? Yeah. And through all this, it was like this. Well, hey, if you said your phone was here and then you mm-hmm. were here during the attack, how did you get your phone back? So it's like, this is just her figuring out that it right. was fucking Sharon who attacked her. And so she's like, oh, shit, it was you who attacked me. And Sharon was like, Yep. And <laughs> she ends on that. takes her into the den and like <laughs> dumps her out of the wheelchair so on the floor so meanly. Um, Jill's able finally to like crawl to the door because she's obviously so injured. Mm-hmm. Opens the door. And you're you're like, yes, girl, do it. Yes. Yes. And then Sharon is just standing in the hallway, arms crossed, just like waiting for her so to open spooky. that door. So Jill's in the bedroom. The neighbor is outside mowing his lawn and she's like, all right, I'm going to cover up the sound of me opening the blinds in the window um, by like pretending I need pain medicine and yelling. So she gets the window open and the alarm goes off because everything's rigged. So then Sharon rushes in and is like, not today, sweetheart, not today. Goes crazy. Starts dragging Jill up the stairs, like thumping yeah. her up the stairs. Um, puts her in the closet. The detective come by, comes by again and says the guy that she ID'd as the guy who attacked them was in jail when it happened. So mm-hmm. mm, guess what, sweetheart? Can't be him. Um, don't, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just letting you know we don't have a suspect. Okay, bye. Yeah, what happened to the your neck? You have a scratch there. Oh, well, yeah. bye. Bye, see ya. I know. Um, so she goes back inside 
she's gonna try she's gonna like throw jill down the stairs and make mm-hmm. it look like jill wa- went up the stairs on her own while sharon wasn't around and fell because she was yeah. like high on oxy and was maybe like abusing her pain medication um so she calls amber finally talks to amber because amber and luke have no idea what's happened because jill didn't want them to know that she broke her leg she didn't want to stress them out or something yeah weird so she's finally letting amber know what's going on and then she's like oh i'm worried about jill she just seems a little off i don't know her that well but yeah she just doesn't seem quite right maybe can you can come back early like and they're like yep we're on our way great 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 Mm. and then Evan, our boy again, the best. He hears Jill yelling mm-hmm. for help. She's like gagged upstairs in the closet. Push Sharon out of the way. Get the fuck out of yes, my way. Yes, like I'm, throws her to the ground. Yeah, I'm it running rolls. upstairs. I'm gonna help you, Jill. I'm gonna find you. He finds her. She's like, call nine one one. Call nine one one. Oh fuck, she's right behind you. And then she slits his throat. No. How did she, she kill him? snapped his neck? And I said, who is she fucking Jason Voorhees? Oh, is that what she did? She snapped Jesus. his neck. How? That's like, you have to be so strong. And he's like a big dude. Yeah. She's also dragging him all over the mansion. All like he weighs 10 pounds. This woman can just like move bodies. So like strong. Nobody's business. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, okay. So he's dead and it was very, very sad. So Sharon is going to go like do something with his body. And while she's doing that, Jill is able to untie herself and she's able to like get downstairs and like get herself in a position. So when Sharon comes back inside from the garage, from wrapping up Evan's body in the tarp, she's able to trip Sharon. Mm -hmm. There's a big struggle. And then Jill grabs a hold of the back of uh, Sharon's head by the hair and just repeatedly smashes her head into her leg cast. Yeah, you can still feel that. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. So I was like, oh, she's going to be fucking dead. She wasn't. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're just both laying exhausted on the ground, injured. And that's exactly when... Amber and Luke, Luke and get Amber. back, which yeah. seemed very quickly. Like you were just on the phone with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they come back and they're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then we cut to Sharon in jail. Going to get a visitor. <laughs> and it's Jill. And Jill is like, oh, well, Amber is never going to talk to you ever again mm-hmm. for your life. But she did want me to give you this. And it's a picture of her and Luke. They got married. They eloped. And Elvis, Elvis is in the picture. And Elvis impersonator married them because guess what? Their marriage was a whole fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the movie. Oh boy, I the ultimate burn. Sharon was a bitch. Jill was a bitch. Everyone. Again, no good parents in these movies. Mm-hmm. I know. It's really weird but i really liked this movie it was fun and wild ride and i didn't know what was gonna happen like it was exciting i I need more movies with evan oh my god i need 
five movies with Evan. He's so fucking funny. He's wonderful. What's that guy's? Did you do you know what his name is? No, I also know he's on a season of Slasher, which I think I've brought up on this show before. Hmm. Um, let me look it up. <laughs> wait why did we put me in charge of this <laughs> to look up that man i went to slasher.com what <laughs> i understand the internet it works internet <laughs> what an idiot um you know vamp vamp while i look mm. oh people can't hear me i'm voguing it's not the same thing (laughs) oh no why is it taking me so i don't know oh boy bridget how's your january going it's not great oh yeah i maybe have covid guys i'm playing the is it covid or is it existential dread fatigue (laughs) well at least you'll hopefully forever yeah hopefully you'll find out tomorrow and you'll at least know like one way or the other yes yes please how about you how's your january uh good i put in my notice at the uh office job oh yeah so that's good i'm glad uh it was good we had a good weekend i slept over at emma's last night and then we went over to trevor's today and played some board games and now i'm recording with you so it's been a social social weekend for me oh my not that sounds exhausting to me that's like too yeah i'm at, i'm pretty tired i'm quite sleepy okay wait his name is Oh no. Why did I still not find it? Am I at? Oh, Salvatore Antonio. What? How? That's his name. Salvatore Antonio. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. All right. Well, I really like this movie, guys. It was really fun. And uh, if there are more Evan productions in the works here, I am a thousand percent on board for yes. anything that this guy is in. Like, I was really excited that I caught who it was too. I was like, hey, wait a second. I know that face. I know him. All right. Well, I hope everyone has a good week. Uh, take it easy. Stay warm. Um, yeah, try not to get COVID, but boy, it's just going to happen, eh? Uh, just waiting. Get- just waiting. All right. Go get vaccinated. Go get boosted. Wear your mask. Stay safe. Be good. No murdering. <laughs> Be good people. No murdering. No murdering. Please. <laughs> Come on. All right. Till next time. Bye. Cheers. <laughs> Bye.